Welcome to the Kowesi Adolfo Mensa edition of Minnesota Sports Talk. I am your host, David Shelsky, and you can follow me on Twitter at SkullWorld and at MN Sports Podcast. By the time you're listening to this, Minnesota may have already had Kowesi Adolfo Mensa sign on the dotted line to be the Minnesota Vikings' next general manager. First, I would like to thank all my listeners for a record-breaking day today. This is the largest single day of plays on my podcast that I've had since I've started, and I greatly appreciate all my listeners. Thank you so much. Now let's talk about Adolfo Mensa. He's the VP of Football Operations for the Cleveland Browns. He um, And I'm not going to go into his history. You can go look at other podcasts for that. The previous couple, I talked about Adolfo Mensa. So you go ahead and look at that, the previous Podcast is only two and a half minutes long. Check it out. You can listen to more about his uh, past. Now, part of his job when he was with San Francisco was to study other successful organizations. And that was a lot a lot of what he had to do in San Francisco as an analytics type of role. Now, Andrew Barry um, is the general manager for the Cleveland Browns. And he actually introduced himself while he, he was with San Francisco in an elevator. He heard about Andrew Barry. He kind of he respected him. He was hoping to meet him someday. Turns out the feeling was mutual. He actually, um, Andrew Barry, had been talked to him from colleagues about Adolfo Menza. And sure enough, they meet in an elevator, talk in a conference room for, uh, I don't know how many, an hour. And uh, they exchange phone numbers. Sure enough. Later down the road, Andrew Berry steals him from the Cleveland Browns and makes him the VP of football operations. Now, when interviewed, he's amazing. Um, he's very personable, commands um, the interview, even though the ones I've seen were during COVID, so they were over, like a, over a uh, Skype type of apparatus. Now, he... When asked of, you know, his thoughts about the job, he he says going in he has no preconceived ideas about football, because he didn't have a background in football. He asked why a lot. He challenged people, wanted to know the reasons behind things. He was surrounded by a lot of very good football evaluate evaluators. He says his job was not necessarily to say that this guy is more talented of a player. He said he took more he takes more of a collaborative approach, taking other people's evaluations and making a decision based off the collaboration. Now you heard Mark Wolf talk about they want a collaborator, and it looks like they're getting their guy. This is exactly what he was saying two years ago. In, um, being interviewed after he accepted the Browns job. He's a nonstop worker. Um, talks about not taking the weekends off. Who knows, that may be burned out, but he's still young. He's only 40 years old. Uh, he, he's a constant worker. He's always trying to improve or find a edge, it sounds like. He doesn't like... He was um, addressed about the word analytics and how that is a cringe word in the NFL in some circles. He says, I don't like to use the word analytics. He prefers evidence-based. He actually feels that 
it is a combination of both and the evaluation um, brings both worlds together from, from his interviews. When asked about his basketball career, he talked about um, his first job on Wall Street and his manager kind of thought he wasn't uh, it wasn't going to be coachable because he was this elite athlete and smart guy that he wouldn't be a team player. When he was asked, and the manager asked him about his his uh, his um, his basketball background at Princeton, uh, he he answered the journalist by saying he grew eight inches his freshman year and decided to walk onto the team. So he was at Princeton. He grew eight inches. He says, "Oh God, I'm tall now. Let me try out for the team." He says he was an end of the bench, hardworking guy, and that reassured his boss that he was going to be coachable. Now, there's a lot of Twitter um, traffic about Adolfo Menza. But here's a couple really interesting ones. There's a lot been said that Mensa was our second choice. Poles was our number one choice. But here, Jared Mueller, managing editor of the Browns Wire, Cleveland Browns, obviously, a media, um, a media outlet. He says, I'm hearing Kowesi is the front runner for the Vikings job interviews today. He posted that before, before the report on polls taking the job or the Bears offering the job to uh, Ryan Poles. So here's a second uh, collaboration. Jonathan Jones, senior NFL reporter for CBS Sports, says, Browns exec Kowesi Adolfo Mensa may very well have been the pick of the Minnesota, uh, regardless of what's going on in Chicago. Sources have indicated since the weekend he was the leading candidate there. It's two people saying the same thing, that Kowesi Adolfo Mensa was our number one choice. So... We'll see some spin on this. Obviously, the Vikings aren't going to say, hey, this was our second choice. Maybe they were putting out feelers already, um, you know, trying to, because, you know, they saw Poles sign. They probably put out information. They probably had a feeling about this, so they put out some information like this. Who knows? But there are two people that reported, um, well-respected journalists in their own right, reported that, the Vikings' number one choice was Kowesi all along. Uh, other people reporting on it today: Ian Rappaport. The Vikings are not expected to work; are now expected to work to hire Browns executive Kowesi Dafamensa as their next GM. Sources say he's the final. He's the final finalist. They have been interviewing him again. So the final finalist. So a lot been said. There's only two people being called back. So, you know, we landed one of them. Hopefully, we haven't signed it. As of right now, as of my reporting, I've not seen it come across that they signed up, but everything points to that they are. Adam Schefter, the two finalists for the Vikings GM job were the Browns VP of Football Operations, Kowesi Adolfo Mensa, and the Chiefs Executive Director of Player Personnel, Ryan Poles. With Poles expected to be in Chicago, Adolfo Mensa now is a favorite to become the Vikings GM. That's just more collaboration. Courtney Cronin, Adds a little bit. She's from ESPN. Adolfo Mensa is is meeting with various departments in Minnesota today, and is scheduled to be done with his in person interview round before 5 p.m. So they ended 
5 p.m. About an hour and 19, 20 minutes ago. If he's the guy for the Vikings, which it certainly looks like, Minnesota would be hard-pressed to let him leave without an offer. So Courtney Cronin saying, hey, Vikings need to sign him before he leaves today. That may be in the works as we speak and might hit the the news here on the top of the hour if it hasn't happened already while I'm recording this. Darren Wolfson from Score North, a contributor and host, a man I really like listening to. He seems to have his pulse, his uh, finger on the pulse. Said text today from someone who has worked with Kwesi Adolfo Mensa. Says he's a brilliant quote, a brilliant, well-rounded leader with a great sense of humor and a fantastic people skills. He is natural collaborator that will build a culture of inclusivity and bring out the best of every perspective in terms of decision making. The organization will be in great hands if he has if he is the hire. So that is high praise from someone who's worked with him. Um, he did he did not give the name, but he gave us the quote. Uh, Kimberly A. Martin, this was on, I think January January twenty first. She's from ESPN First Take. Our uh, bona fides is from First Take. She's got 50,000 followers on Twitter. This also collaborates earlier. my earlier uh, mentions of him being the number one choice. Quisi uh, Adolfo Mensa isn't just an analytics guy in Cleveland. He's a, he, he and Glenn Cook, Cook are reviewed by GM Andrew Barry as assistant GMs. Quisi Adolfo Mensa was scouting plus contract management experience and helps Andrew Barry with all big decisions. The dude knows football. So her report saying they highly respected. The dude knows, knows football. One of my earlier podcasts, I, I use these quotes. So I'm going to bring this up again. This is Andrew Berry, GM of the Cleveland Browns, quoted in the Chicago Tribune article. He said, number one, it's the general cognitive. It's his general cognitive abilities. He's a super, super bright guy. And that comes across within the first two minutes that you meet him. Number two, and probably just as importantly, it's just people skills. You could see how he had been able to build relationships across a number of different groups during his time at San Francisco in a role that he can be very challenging because you have to be able to not develop analytic insights but communicate them and get people to buy in. And then the other thing was just is its breadth of understanding of the sports and football operations. So even though he had formally just led the 49ers research group, you could tell that he understood team building, people relationships, and managerial skills at a much higher level. That's high praise coming from Andrew Berry, uh, the GM of the Cleveland Browns, who had his meteor, meteor, sorry, meteor-like rise in the organization and got the GM role. Uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Now, the uh, PFWA Writers All-Rookie Team was announced. This kind of shows you about what the Cleveland Browns did in the most recent draft. Now, I'm, I'm going to murder this name, but linebacker Jeremiah Awusu Kuromoa was drafted in 52nd overall in the second round. He was named All-Rookie Team. Cornerback Greg Newsom, the second. 
was the first round pick for Cleveland Browns, 26 overall, also all rookie team. And punt returner Demetric Felton, 211th overall in the sixth round, was named punt returner all rookie team. So that's a little insight to this. Um, obviously, when he was on the you know analytics side of the ball in San Francisco, a lot of good draft picks. Um, I didn't want to give him too much credit for those. But more recently in Cleveland, it looks like he had more to do and more. Uh, he had the GM's ear when decisions were made. And he's taken a very collaborative effort, and apparently that's how they do it in in Cleveland. You will see Stefanski and Barry in interviews together talking about this type of um, atmosphere in Cleveland. So Mensa, Adolfo Mensa, was a part of this. Now, there's connections with coaches with the uh, Vikings that they've already interviewed. And that would be uh, 49ers de- defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. Uh, after his NFL planes days came to an end, Ryans got his coaching start as defensive quality control coach with the 49ers in 2017. Adolfo Mensa had just been promoted to director of football research and development in the San Francisco front office. They overlap for the next three seasons, with Ryan's getting promoted to inside linebackers coach in 2018. Adolfo Mensa then went off to Cleveland in 2020, and Ryan's replaced Robert Sala at the 49ers defensive coordinator this season, becoming a head coach candidate for everybody to see. Now, this is a key thing because it was... D'Amico Ryans was added as a coach prospect late after they were interviewed both uh, Ryan Poles and Kowesi Adolfo Mensa. I believe it's been speculated that D'Amico Ryans was added after meeting with the GM candidate, the finalists. So a lot could be said. D'Amico Ryans, I talked about him in, my, in one of my like uh, two podcasts ago, um, this is a potential hire. And it kind of reminds me of the old Abe Tomlinson going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was a one-and-done coordinator with the Vikings and goes on to make history with the the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. This could be a similar situation to Miko Ryan's top candidate for the Vikings job. Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell I think one of the few offensive guys we're seriously looking at now, he got a late interview. They overlapped in 2016. The two crossed paths for just one season when O'Connell was on the 49ers offensive staff as a special projects coach in 2016. He then spent three years in Washington before being named the Rams offensive coordinator under Sean McVay in 2020. This, I, I just talked to O'Connell on a recent uh, podcast, good offensive mind. McVeigh had been, you know, they he'd been burnt by just some erratic play calling. There was talk about he needs to give it up. Well, he gave it up to O'Connell, and they took off from there. They had a great offensive season. A uh, lot to like about O'Connell. He, however, is young, um, much like D'Amico Ryan's. He, these these are two good. Um, prospects for head coaches. I think both of them will be head coaches in the future. 
or at least get their opportunity. Now, 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel. Overlap period with the Dolphamenso was 2017-19. to McDaniel was basically gone everywhere Kyle Shanahan had gone during his coaching career, and that includes joining him on the 49ers staff with Shanahan got the head coach gig there. McDaniel spent four seasons in San Francisco's run game coordinator, overlapping with the Dolphamenso for the first three. This was the first year as their offensive coordinator. McDaniel is two years younger than Adolfo Mensa, and they both went to Ivy League schools. Cam went to Princeton. McDaniel, or Cam, Adolfo Mensa went to Princeton. McDaniel went to Yale. It is possible they knew each other somewhat well in San Francisco. McDaniel has interviewed with the Dolphins, but not the Vikings. So who knows, this might be a pop-up candidate if uh, Mensa gets the job. Now, I think that is some validity. You know, they're both Ivy League guys. Uh, both in the interview, there's talk to about Mensa. You know, having there was multiple Ivy League, you know, Ivy League uh, coaches or or front office people, and who would win the bet? Who would win a a uh, you know quiz? It's you know who knows. That's just speculation, but it would make sense. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. This is someone who is who is just always on people's tongues. He he has not showed any interest publicly. However, he overlapped with Adolfo Mensa 2013-2014. When Adolfo Mensa got started for the 49ers in 2013, Harbaugh was the head coach. The team went on to a third consecutive NFC Championship game, but came up short against the Legion of Boom Seahawks, who won the Super Bowl. And then he went 8-8 eight and eight in 2014. And Browns defensive coordinator Joe Woods is uh, a name. I'm not going to talk about him. This seems like far-fetched. I don't see him getting an interview. But he overlaps with Duffa Menza in 2019-2021. Here's two other coaches that stand out. They, they're names that have been out there. Former Broncos head coach uh, Vic Fangio, 49ers, 2013-2014. Uh, Jets offensive coordinator Michael LaFleur, 49ers, 2017-2019. That's it um, of names that you know can be associated with Cuesti uh, Adolfo Mensa. I... There's some names that make sense because the Vikings have already been looking at them. Uh, I, lo- I really look at the D'Amico Ryan because it is said that he has, was named after meeting with Adolfo Mensa. So this be this could be the Vikings' next head coach. Who knows? We'll find out. But hey, that's it for today. Thank you for making uh, making me break a record of podcasts. Um, you know, plays over t- over the course of the day. It it truly meant a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I look forward to uh, speaking to you again. Stay tuned. Have a great day.